It's time to check in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living. We take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. The Concierge for Better Living will help informed, intrigued, and interested listeners like you make better choices for yourselves and your loved ones. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents The Concierge for Better Living with your host, Doc Rob. Hello and good day. This is Dr. Rob Streisfeld. Doc Rob, your concierge to better living on CannabisRadio.com and all over the airwaves. Great to be with you again. Thanks for joining. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for just living a better life each day. That's our goal here. And I'm really excited as always, but this is a special one to have my friend and uh, industry ally and just awesome dude all around, uh, Jason Mitchell from Hemp Fusion and Probulin here as my guest say, Jason, how are you doing today? I'm doing really good, Rob. How are you, brother? Good. I know you're laughing because we've had so many conversations and so much time together. And I do get genuinely excited, as you know, when I'm talking on stage or talking to people or things that I really believe and care about. And I do enjoy our conversations uh, on and offline. Um, just to jump right in, because for those that we've talked so much on this podcast about cannabis, about hemp, about CBD. And, you know, we've been doing this for quite some time, but I always like to reflect on on the challenges in the CBD world from a dietary supplement perspective. And I bring this up because when we got into this game, and I say this because it's all game, is there was maybe three hemp extract, you know, CBD focused companies in the marketplace. Uh, we were, you know, uh, and now there's probably over 7,000 brands uh, out there in, you know, in the ethos. And I hold Hemp Fusion, your company that you're you know, CEO and co-founder of definitely in the top five, you know, maybe even as we're in the Olympic stage, getting the podium positions. But the idea is that what can you attribute? I know the success you have has had so far in hemp fusion in this crowded CBD space. You know, one of the things that we stayed focused on from day one, and as you know this, Rob, we've had multiple conversations on this is that, believe it or not, when I first branched away just to just to give a little bit of history because this is important because it plays a role into actually where we sit today is that in 2011 i became ill with a disease called ulcerative colitis so i had some really interesting impassioned moments of exactly what i'm what i need to do and as a board certified naturopath i couldn't help myself i i, I couldn't figure it out um because there really isn't an answer that's really well known as to actually how to address that particular affliction or disease and so it was really challenging and then having the medical community offer you things that are really just not good options, right? Biologics that otherwise compromise your immune system, especially on today's standard would be even further damaging. I was at Country Life Vitamins. I was running that company. And when I left in 2013, um, I started my first company, Probulin. I, at that time, was probably anti-cannabis. I'll be honest, I was anti-cannabis. Not probably, not probably. We've had conversations. You were- I was absolutely anti-cannabis, so, yes. So, <laughs> and so for me, it, it was more about the legal side of it. And so when you ask me what's really led to our success today, it was because of my staunch view on following the rules. Like I have a something that I run, it's, it's ingrained in everybody in my company. We do it right and not always right away. And then I have this other phrase I use that if patience was a currency, I'd already be a billionaire. So the reality is, is that you have to be patient and diligent about your pursuit of anything, especially when it comes to a plant that was otherwise wrongfully criminalized under the Controlled Substance Act, improperly. It was not even, there's no purpose to have hemp be even listed as something that would be relevant on the Controlled Substances Act. 
even if you're going to debate the idea of THC and its intoxicating effects or whatever, but let's even put that aside because of its wrongful conviction per se, um, governmentally, there has been this ongoing regulatory headwind. And yes, there was the natural products industry was, which that much more quickly embraced CBD. And there are other markets that quickly embraced it as well. Um, the signing of the farm bill was supposed to be the, 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 you know, the, rescue flag for the entire industry, which turned out to be the biggest problem ever, because while it did open up the door for farming, it removed it from the Controlled Substance Act, it decriminalized the idea, removed the DEA out of the picture to some degree, to most degree. But the FDA quickly said, hold it a second, we still don't believe it should be a dietary supplement. And just by that phrase, and you have to hear the phrase, we don't believe, that's not law, that's right. just an opinion. And so at that moment, it created this unnecessary headwind. And so what's led us to our success is that even before the signing of the farm bill, we were in the pursuit of putting together all of the toxicology and safety studies related to what is known as grass affirmation or generally recognized as safe in accordance with the FDA Red Book 2000 guidelines. So we were doing all of that. We invested, I don't even want to tell you how much money, it's almost embarrassing. Um, but the reality is, is it's in the pursuit of making sure that what we're selling is safe for human consumption. And that in fact, it is actually right and compliant with the FDA. Secondarily, there's this thing called the NDIN, New Dietary Ingredient Notification that the FDA requires for things that are gonna be included in dietary supplements. Our success has been led in my belief by our pursuit very early on into developing a second to no one regulatory portfolio. I mean, as it stands right now today, I might be, and I'm saying might, because I'm gonna give a generous, recognition to other companies that may be in a similar position, but I might be the only company that's ready to send in my NDIN today. Like I have it authored, it's ready. I even have a pre-email set up to the person it goes to in the FDA. Um, and then our Noel manuscript, which is no observed adverse effect level manuscript sitting in front of a peer reviewer right now, once peer reviewed, I announced grass. So we've completed all the things that are in the FDA regulatory framework required and that are absolutely going to be a part of the regulations forthcoming, they're going to be. There's no way there shouldn't be. In fact, the laws that sit in front of Congress, the HR 841, Senate Bill 1698, it says as much. And so yeah, as a actually, result, go yeah, ahead. I'm just saying, actually, I think in the news today, they moved one out of those bills out of committee they, you know, they, to the next stage in, in an effort to pressure FDA to start setting these guidelines 100%. around CBD products, which we all you know, need and want in that regard. Here's what the so. law says. The law says, this, these laws that are being presented, one is the Wyden bill, and then the other is the Schrader bill. Okay, Senate, uh, HR 841, House of Representatives bill, is by um, Rep. Schrader. And in his bill, it's saying, it's asking for CBD to be added to the definition of dietary supplements in accordance with the Food and Drug Cosmetic Act. The Wyden bill, which is the Senate bill 1698, is asking for the same thing, but it also includes food and beverage. Now I'm here to tell you, the FDA is taking a bit of a bigger issue with food and beverage right now, because there's the, in their minds, the ability for foods and beverages used on a daily basis for consumption, for nutrition and things of that nature, that it runs a higher risk of people to overconsume especially in light of the fact that there hasn't been a very broad amount of published work in the area of safety. You and I know Rob, it's safe, but in the FDA's eyes, we have to put, put together data that's safe so that we can show that it's safe. And to be quite frank, I'm one of only three companies that I'm aware of that have done this, right? right. There's, 
out of, out of 3,500 companies at the beginning of 2020 that are in the market, um, now it's contracted to about 2,000 because of COVID and some other things. Only three companies am I aware of that have actually done this correctly, that they actually have real data on, yeah. on toxicology on their raw material. And this costs millions of dollars. People don't realize it costs millions of dollars, takes thousands of hours of work and years to do. Um, and it's an incredibly valuable asset because first and most important, it shows that what we're selling is safe for human consumption. Second, it shows that we're taking consideration of what the FDA is going to require. And so by that virtue, um, you know, we're ready. And moving one from introduction or in committee to an active bill, the FDA has said very, very clearly, they're gonna wait for Congress to compel them as opposed to them to just willingly come out. And I understand why they would do that because that is a level of protection, right? So I'm excited for that. I think it's gonna happen this year. I, I think so too. And I may add one more third to your success that I think is key is that when you started in formulation, which, is, which yeah. is attributed to your experience, again, growing up and living in the whole dietary some natural products your whole life. And that's why I wanted to have you on and talk about this is that you brought in the uh, rec the, the proper companion ingredients that had certain clinical validation already and use that as the basis of your formulation in specific conditions or addressing certain needs versus just throwing CBD in a bottle and saying, this will be your miracle solution. That's not how it's done. And so from a regulatory standpoint in your formulation, in your packaging, your labels and claiming and claims, that's also where I think, and I wanted to mention that because that's something I've held from day one, you led the charge. You personally led the charge in the proper way to put together a good hemp extract formula. And that's well, something that I wanted to make notice of. I, I appreciate that. And you know what, and, and I sometimes I get to, I get wrapped up in, in my own axle on some of the issues that are currently happening in marketplace. And I forget some of the basic things that we did in the very beginning. But what was very important to me was that there is a law called Deshay, Dietary Supplement Health and Education Act, and that prevents people from making illegal, unsubstantiated health claims, right? That would otherwise be reserved only for drugs that have gone through drug validation. And so for me, I was like, man, I'm going to do this right, not always right away. And the name hemp fusion means we take hemp and fuse it together with other valuable ingredients. Because I believe while hemp is a hero ingredient, I don't believe it's the only hero. You know, yeah. you, any, any you real herbalist yeah. or any, you know, would yeah. say that's not going to happen in any formulation. It's got to be a combination of the right synergistic plants or ingredients. So absolutely. No and if you look at like old school herbal material medica, right? Material medica, when you're looking at the idea of the medicinal properties of herbs, there's so many different awesome things that can come from other plants and botanicals and, and, and just other valuable attributes from an amino acid or a vitamin or a nutrient. And so when I looked at this, I was like, well, what are people gonna care about? And I said, when it comes to cannabis in general, forget about hemp or cannabis separation, just saying this right. wonderful, beautiful, amazing plant that I was once totally against that now apologetically I'm saying I'm sorry for my ignorance early on but I'm going to make a difference today right we're going to do something different and we're going to make it really a special thing is that people are looking and I said this back then even before there was a Brightfield group before there was an audit committee going out asking customers why they're buying products right I said pain sleep and stress are the three main reasons why people are going to be using these products period and we started off with a heat a sleep product which is still today our number one seller and we started off with a stress product we also knew that the FDA wasn't going to allow us to make any claims about CBD at all. None. You could make structure function as it's helping with mind-body balance and supporting the endocannabinoid system, but really what does that mean to an ignorant consumer, one that doesn't really understand it, so not much. And so we took and said, okay, we know what CBD does, and it does some really wonderful things in supporting the body, especially in the area of balance or homeostasis, but 
the amino acid GABA, very important for mind relaxation. I call it the ultimate nighttime noise cancel, okay. right? And then, and then we used ashwagandha and, and we use very trademark versions of them that have scientific studies that back it up so that we have qualified structure function claims that allow us to say sleep and stress. We even went the OTC drug listing route for our topicals instead of just basic cosmetics so that we could make the pain of the pain claim, the yeah. eczema claim, the acne claim, but understanding that CBD cannot be the active ingredient and not even try to wink, wink, make it the active while putting it in the inactive section. No, it had to be strictly a cosmetic ingredient. You know, what we did Doc, is um, we actually went through an identification process. We spent, gosh, I think, 18 months, we have now in our exclusive raw material, you know me, my material is very exclusive to us. We've owned it, we've owned it from soil to oil from day one. Right. Nobody else has this raw material. And all the safety studies are based on raw material, not based on a finished product. So this material we've identified, believe it or not, to date, 94% of every constituent in the oil. And Amazing. I'm talking about the tocopherols, the tocotrienols, the the fatty acids, the terpenes, the flavonoids, we've identified 94% of all the active or all the components. Yeah. And it's predominantly omegas like three, six, and nine, which we know are amazing cosmetic skin conditioners. Of course. And so <laughs> just to know that the herbal plant itself is so valuable that it's forget about CBD. CBD is a little bit of a, a myopic way to look at this plant. It's one of over a hundred cannabinoids and God only knows how many terps, flavs, and all this other stuff. Right. So I love it. And that's what I said. We, we share that same passion. Uh, the whole plant, I'm so happy. Obviously, I knew you'd come around eventually once you got a chance to dive into some of the, the information because you're so research-oriented and, and, and literature-oriented. So, no, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we're going to come back after this brief message. I'm going to keep this conversation going. I have some more questions about hemp fusion and about what's going on in the past, the present, and the future. Don't go anywhere. This is Doc Rob, your concierge to better living here at CannabisRadio.com. The Concierge for Better Living will continue in a moment. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, all right. We are back having another amazing conversation today, but this time with my friend and colleague, Jason Mitchell from Hemp Fusion and Probulin. And we just were talking about, you know, the omegas, the, the, all these compounds found in this whole plant. And I'm all about that. I've been doing my own research, as you probably know, and of some of these lesser known compounds. I mean, I look now at the phytocannabinoids just like vitamins, a class of vitamins. And I did some recent research for a lecture I was doing. And I was like, you know, the last vitamin that was defined and discovered and identified was in 1942. Like, so we're not even talking about hundreds of years. This is like this, this, this so-called medical system and the sciences, nutritional system. We all think it goes back to such, you know, historical dates, but it's not that long lived. It's only a hundred plus years that we're into this type of nutritional and 
ingredient identification aspects of this of this plant and many others. And so um, I think we have a long way to go. But when you look at flavonoids specifically, for me, it's a, a real big interest in this plant. Um, obviously terpenes and so forth, but not just, yeah, it's, it's amazing. And I love that the whole plant as part of hemp fusion, it's not just the CBD part. And we've known from dietary supplement industry for so many years, it's, it's, it's not that one singular compound. It's, it's understanding how they interact all the compounds with other plants, other ingredients. You know what I used to, I say in a lot of my lectures too, and I have fun with this, and I know you talk about it in a similar way. My doctoral dissertation was on whole food nutrition. And it was back when I was with Country Life Vitamins and we were doing, we were launching a line called Real Food Organics. Oh, I, anyway, I remember. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we were working together to some degree at that time. So it was, it was my impassioned project because I believe that <clears throat> one, of the, one of the most amazing phrases that was thousands of years ago um, related to medicine was by the father of medicine, Hippocrates. And he said, let food be thy medicine. And I said, it's not so much important what he said, it's what he didn't say. He didn't say, let a singular isolated compound identified in a laboratory, double-blind placebo-controlled study for some condition specific to disease state. But he didn't say that. He said, let food be thy medicine. <clears throat> and why that's so important is that if you look at it, food can heal us, food can kill us too. And so it's just a matter of what choices you make in your life. And so when I looked at this plan, I was like, wait a minute, if we're gonna get Congress to get excited about this and the FDA to move in a different direction, it can't be because of CBD, because if that's all it is, it's no big deal. We have to show them that there is an environmental impact, there's a social impact, there's an employer impact. You have to show that you can make hempcrete, you can create textiles, fiber, all these different other things I've that got come a bioremediation, a bioremediation program I'm working on right now in New York, you know, it's clean up the environment, clean up that soil that's so valuable and valuable to us for future growth. And which brings up a really important factor of what people have to be concerned about when choosing a hemp product too, because it is what is called a bioaccumulator. Whatever's in the soil will be in the plant. And if it's in the plant, it is either going to end up inside of you or it's going to um, have to be remediated, which I would argue, you know, I could use the best example and it's probably not the best one, but it really articulates it and puts the fear of making better choices in the hands of consumers and understanding what they need to look at, but is in and around the reality of if you look at sewage, you could probably purify it to some degree to be drinkable water. And I know that there was a story in LA where they're doing that, but it still doesn't feel good that you're drinking water that came from that scenario. When you look at hemp, one of the things that we've done since the very beginning, one, it's grown organically. We don't do anything else other than grown organic. But we even do pre-soil validation to validate that what's in the soil. We validate all surrounding bodies of water to make sure that in fact the water that could potentially be in the water table or the water used to water the plants in any way, shape or form is it in its way clean? And in under EU, European Union regulations, organic farming has to be done exponentially miles away from any industrialization so that there isn't any pollutants that end up in the air. So this plant can be as good as it can be without all the things that are harmful that come from it. And so we have a short video on our website that you can see, we're showing you. I mean, we literally disclose all of our farming tactics and everything, and it's really important. And, and that's the best way to be, that open, uh, transparent way of being, especially when we're talking about health and wellness for people putting in and on their body. We've been like this since day one, you know, ups and downs. And again, a lot of those are challenges for our own integrity in the sense of our high standards. And that's 
That's why I also say that we've shared that for so many years. And I, I had to walk away in a lot from the CBD consulting business because so many of these people wanted to start CBD companies and products, but didn't have those concerns, didn't care about the source material, didn't really care. They just saw the market, saw the money opportunity and just wanted to get a piece of it. And I could not, you know, in well, good faith, this? participate in that. You know, They would even skip crucial manufacturing steps that ultimately protect the consumer to one, save money and to shave off time so that they could get a substandard product to the marketplace sooner. And then they would sign all types of waivers to get it there. You know, for me, I'm like, wow, you know, if we're gonna, if we're gonna care that little about the consumer, why should we ask the consumers or even the FDA to trust us? Right. And it's for that reason that I got involved in the US Hemp Roundtable. I sit on the science and legal committee um, I'm a doctor that thinks like a lawyer, <laughs> not a sexy talk, you know, sexy conversation piece at a barbecue. But, you know, the reality is, is that I try to think of it a little bit differently. I want to focus on how to do this right, because ultimately that's all, what the largest of retailers, the largest of di- um, direct to consumer platforms are going to be the most concerned about because their reputation is on the line and the health and wellness of the consumer that we're supposed to, that we're suggesting we're supporting. We need to protect them because they're not going to have the knowledge we have. And so we become what I believe radically transparent. That's kind of a term we use internal is radical transparency. We want people to understand what's in our product. More importantly, what's not in our product. So this is what it would be safe. And this is again, this is one of the another, these are the attributes towards your success. I want to say, as we're transitioning from that, it's not just what's the product, but it's also how do you get your product to the people? And I wanted to bring that up because you've taken a lot of your experience in the natural products industry, working with big companies like Country Life and you know, being very successful with your own probiotic company, Probulin, which is an awesome line of products as well. And by the way, my wife says hello and uh, loves your probiotics. Um, but the idea is that you know, these are guidelines. It's also, you know, it's not just putting a good product on the shelf, but knowing how to reach and meet those consumers. You guys at Hemp Fusion have done some interesting, uh, you know, innovative uh, ways to connect and sell your product. Can you talk a little bit about some of those steps? Absolutely. So, you know, we do use a lot of boutique independent brokers, and these are people that are highly educated, highly impassioned by using and selling the right products to the marketplace, as opposed to just putting it into the puppy mill machine of distribution and try to get as many doors as possible. We focused on education. You know, we, we employ um, certified nutritionists, um, other board certified, board certified naturopathic doctors, stuff like that, to actually do the education so that we know the education is coming from a proper place. And we believe in teaching because ignorance it can be thought of as a bad word, but truly and honestly acknowledging that you're ignorant of something can mean that you have an opportunity to learn and expand your mind and move in a different place. And so um, I can tell you that doing away with ignorance by helping and empowering people to understand what this is all about is key. Now, we've also um, worked on developing strategy to get to them by direct consumer platforms, things that actually make it easier for consumers, especially going through this, what I call the sequestered year, right? This whole COVID year where people weren't going to retail establishments getting the help. So how can we reach them? And we are reaching them very uniquely by using athletes and other types of endorsements. Oh, yeah, um, Olympic athletes, I hear, is a new recent addition to your team. Oh, yeah. Well, there's been some really cool athletes. Like we have Austin Keen, who's the world champion skimboarder, wake, wake, you know, wake surfer, and, and people just identify with him. But if you actually knew him as a person, as a character, you would see that he's actually very interested in the subject matter, very intelligent in the subject matter, we're not using people like, a, you know, I hate to say it, but like a, a Kardashian-esque type 
of influencer that really could care less. It's all about money. No, we actually have people that truly care that live the life that are interested performance athletes that want to perform at their peak. That's the key. They're more involved with their day-to-day intakes and and everything. And one of the athletes interview me to decide whether or not this was a company worthy of, of her suggesting, and she was a gold medal athlete that we'll release later this year to people understand. Um, But we have Michael Bisbang, you know, who's one of the UFC fighters and stuff like, we just did some different things to make sure that consumers knew that we had real people with real world issues and that they are very interested in the products. In fact, I've told every one of the athletes that we, we support or any of the endorsements, if you don't believe in our product, please don't accept this. Just walk away. If you believe in what we're doing, then by all means, please support us and we'll work together. But if you don't believe it's fine, I'm good with that. I just want people to truly believe because I want it to come from an honest and an, a place of integrity. Yeah. And that's how we've always operated. You know, when we work together, I always said, I like, I work working with people, working with companies, even as a consultant, even as an educator versus working for them. Because when I say I work with, it means I have a vested interest in this. I don't just, not, not about money, but I believe in it. I, I believe in the products. I believe in the brand. I believe in the messaging. And that's a big differentiator than just getting paid to say, this is awesome. It's, there's yeah. a whole different loss there. I know you don't stand for that. And again, I wanted people, especially my listeners, my followers to understand that when today we have all these challenges challenges and in, in, in picking the best products for health and making good health decisions, getting all this different information from this source and that source. And, and, and I just wanted people to understand a little bit more about what goes into some of these better quality brands like Hemfusion and the work and the money invested. It's not about making money always. It's about you guys spent a lot of money just to validate what you sell and to make sure that it's safe and effective. It's really key. I wish people understood that um, how much money it takes to really build a company based on quality, integrity, and following the rules and the laws. I mean, man, I, I wish they understood. It's such an expensive endeavor and it's an endeavor of patience over acceleration, right? Um, when the regulations change and the companies that can correspond with those regulations, that's where the hyper growth is gonna come from. You know, CBD 1.0 is a bit of the wild west. CBD 2.0, is where sophistication meets hitting puberty, right? Like, I mean, that's really what's happening. We're starting to grow up and mature and it requires people with integrity to be there, not conniving people that can figure out the loopholes because that's really just not what this should be Um, because there's an opportunity for success. The last thing that we should be doing is supporting any companies that would otherwise skirt doing it right. I agree 110%. We're gonna take one more quick break. We're gonna wrap up with another segment after this quick commercial moment. So don't go anywhere. This is Doc Rob, your concierge for better living on Canvas Radio with my guest today, Jason Mitchell, CEO and co-founder of Hemfusion. We'll be right back after this message. The concierge for better living will continue in a moment. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. 
let's check back in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, all right. We are back with our final segment of today's episode. Again, this one went way too quickly, and we're going to have to be back on, Jason, very soon. There's so much more I wanted to talk to you about from a regulatory standpoint, from a, some other new ingredients, some other shifts in the industry as we've been watching this from so many different perspectives. But more important, I just want to give a shout out to what you've done. This has not been an easy journey with CBD in general, and it's still not over yet. We still have a ways to go. I keep people saying, you know, there's a few of us that play the long game, you know, and not the short. They're not we're, we're endurance people, not sprinters. And if you know, you know me, I, I'm definitely been patient and trying to hold my line on that regard as well. And you know, and that it's a challenge when you have so many people making hand over fist money just without integrity and you see them on the sideline. But at the end of the day, I like being able to wake up in the morning and knowing what I stand for. And again, I know that's the same for you. That's why I really wanted to have you back on and just to share some updates of what's going on in your world. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. What, uh, what about trade shows? I wanted to bring this up real quick because we, we've done so many <laughs> together, apart, all over the country, world. How does this fit for you guys? How are you guys approaching that going into this next year and, you know, and going forward? I think we're as excited as the retailers and consumers are excited to get back face to face. You know, um, as much as I know this virus has been incredibly challenging and quite sad in many respects, but um, the victory is going to be is that when people start realizing that a virus is now something that we have to live with, it'll never be gone. I mean, it's a part of our environment now. And so we just have to realize it, be smart, diligent people and responsible. But I'm looking forward to these trade shows coming back in action um, because getting back in touch, I mean, as humans, we're not meant to walk this earth alone. We've got to have interaction. I was only, th- I'm thankful for Zoom because at least I could see faces, right? So um, but we've been doing a lot of virtual trade shows, probably more virtual trade shows than in person ever in history. But yeah. the reality is, is that we've at least stayed in contact and I'm excited about Expo East this fall. I'm hoping that it still happens. I think it yeah. by all, all indications are that it's going to happen. So I'm pretty excited about being able to see a lot of our colleagues in the industry that are going to be back out there and we can talk about the challenges, successes and commiserate, but at the same time celebrate, you know, so no, it's great. And like I said, you keep it going digitally and virtually. So for those listening out there, definitely check out the Hemfusion website, check them on social media. Also check out Probulin because there is that mind, body, brain, gut, overall health. I've always said that as a naturopath, like, you know, we say that it all starts in the gut. If we can have good flora, good world internally, we'll help our external world as well. And so I think that there's such a great combination of those brands and those products uh, really promoting well-being. And so now I think it's wonderful. I, I definitely miss seeing you guys. You in person and and uh, seeing all our friends from the industry it's kind of like our uh, our reunions or i always say growing up it's like my toys are rust moment it's like i go around and walk around the aisles and learn what's hot and healthy and happening and and then i can go share that with others because that's really the key for me is always what did i learn what did i come across what ingredients what products and how can we help people live a better life you know going forward and i know that's what your mission is as well and i'm grateful to be on it with you in any way we can be Absolutely. Well, thanks, Rob, for having me. And I always enjoy interacting with you no matter how it happens. So no, very good to be on. And I look forward to the next time. I, I will tell you that the next time we get together on this show, uh, uh, I've got some things that I want to share that we were just no way we have time to do it today. But um, when we do, I'll, I'm going to share some more things that I think you'll be pretty excited to hear. Well, I love that cliffhanger there. We're going to get you scheduled back in sooner than later. And again, always a pleasure. Give my best to everyone at uh, your companies and your family. And uh, just stay healthy, stay well, and keep doing what you're doing. It's awesome. Thank you, Rob. 
My pleasure. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in again. Thank you, everyone at, at uh, Cannabis Radio for making this happen. My awesome producer, Brasco, and all those people that share and promote these shows. Uh, as always, we work together for a better today than yesterday and strive for a better tomorrow than today. I, I look forward to another episode, uh, both with Jason Mitchell, CEO and co-founder of, of uh, Hemp Fusion and Probium, but with anyone else that really wants to share good messages, has integrity, and wants to promote better living. I wish everyone, as always, all the best in health and happiness. Take care and be well. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.